0: WSJM News Now. This is the 5 o'clock News Block on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM.
1: Brought to you by Special Light in Decatur and Benton Harbor. There's a good chance you've walked through a Special Light door when you go to a local restaurant, school store, or plant in the newsroom. I'm Andrew Green. Details of Governor Gretchen Whitmer's budget plan should be released tomorrow. The expansion of a popular Michigan college program is expected to be part of the budget. Lieutenant Governor Garland Gilchrist was in Taylor on Monday talking about Michigan Reconnect. The bottom line is this is making a down payment and an investment in Michiganders and their skills. You know, as we talk to employers, as we're
0: working to attract businesses to come to Michigan or to, to help the entrepreneurs who grow businesses here um, hire more people, they want people who have credentials.
1: Michigan Reconnect pays the community college tuition of a student aged 25 or older so they can earn a degree. In her State of the State address, Whitmer called for the minimum participation age for Michigan Reconnect to be lowered from 25 to 21. Gilchrist says the state expanding support for Michigan Reconnect will show employers that the state has some skin in the game. He met Monday with students at Wayne State University. Benton Harbor City Commissioners have signed off on a resurfacing project plan for Pawpaw Avenue from East Main Street to north of Wakanda Avenue. At a meeting last night, Mayor Marcus Muhammad read from the resolution noting the area needs work that includes drainage improvements to allow access to businesses. Existing service
0: of Paw Paw, service of Paw Paw is an important condition. Continued access by businesses in the city, the transportation network is of utmost importance to their continued operations.
1: Commissioner Mary Alice Adams questioned why more of Paw Avenue isn't getting work. Muhammad says it's a jurisdictional issue. So the city of Benton Harbor, it
0: turns into township at a certain point. This will take you all the way up to that.
1: The work will include drainage improvements, curb and gutter replacement, and ADA sidewalk ramp upgrades at the intersections. The total cost of the construction will be $430,000 with 346000 coming in a grant from the Michigan Department of Transportation. The city's share of the work will be $86,000. Meanwhile, the city has received a clean, unmodified audit for the most recent fiscal year. At the meeting last night, commissioners heard from Paul Matz of auditing firm Riemann. He said the city's financial statements are in good order and accurate. But I would say from our perspective as auditors, compared to a handful of years ago, with, with their support, I think it's it's been trending in a very positive direction. Mats said the city's fund balance or reserve cash grew by about $339,000 last year to $6.1 million. That increase in fund balance was about $492,000 improved as compared to what the final amended budget had been included for. Matt said issues identified as needing correction include uncashed checks to the cemetery and funds previously loaned to the cemetery that need to be paid back. That money was loaned around 10 years ago. Otherwise, he said the city's finances are in order, and he received cooperation from accounting firm Plant in Moran. The Berrien County Road Department has announced a couple of intermittent road closures for the next month as the county completes tree-related work in preparation for resurfacing projects. In New Buffalo Township, Shed Road between Wilson Road and the state line will be closed. In Pipestone Township, East Eureka Road between Brush Lake Road and M140 will be closed. The Eureka Road closure will occur, occur in two separate sections, starting with the segment between Brush Lake Road and Clawson. No through traffic will be allowed when the closures are in place at either location. The work's expected to be completed between 8 a.m. and 3 p.m. with road crews the roads reopening overnight and on weekends. The work starts on a Tuesday and will be finished by March 7th. The Michigan Department of Transportation is planning to put part of U.S. 12 in Cass County on a road diet. And the public will have a chance to learn all about the plans at an open house this month. MDOT spokesperson Nick Sharipa tells us the agency will convert U.S. 12 and Union from east of M217 to Mason Street from four lanes to three lanes.
0: There is a recorded history Uh, of crashes there, and it's related to speed. Essentially what happens is the right lane becomes a passing lane, or the left lane becomes a passing lane, and people are going too quickly through that area. So the township has requested, this is all being driven by Porter Township, reduce it from four lanes to three lanes
1: just in that section. Shariba says the township board has already approved a resolution seeking the change. He says in some locations, a road with fewer lanes will see fewer crashes, and this appears to be one of those cases. MDOT officials will fill everyone in at the Porter Township Administrative Office in Union next Tuesday from 5 to 6. The road diet will be done in May. Set for this Saturday is a volleyball clinic at St. Joseph High School featuring the Michigan State University men's volleyball program. St. Joseph High School girls varsity volleyball coach Paul Kelm tells us that the former coach, Phil Haig, used to organize the events years ago, and now they're bringing them back.
0: We haven't had this probably since 2015-2016, mostly because scheduling conflicts between Michigan State, Notre Dame, and being able to work it out with the facility usage at St. Joe.
1: Kelm says there will be volleyball clinics for all ages, both boys and girls, at different times throughout the day. After the clinics, MSU and Notre Dame's men's volleyball teams will square off in a match. It's going to be fun and exciting to watch. Uh, I've actually watched a couple of video clips that were sent to me. Apparently Michigan State has a six foot
0: nine kid from Germany that was pretty impressive to watch on the video clips. So if nobody's ever experienced
1: boys or men's volleyball before, it's fun to watch for sure. The volleyball clinics will run from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m., and it's $45 to take part with registration at the door. The game between MSU and Notre Dame will start at 7.15, and it's $5 to get in. We'll have a link to more information on our website. And the OutCenter of Southwest Michigan and Froelix and Three Oaks are once again teaming up to host a spring fundraiser. Tickets are on sale now for the second Harbor Country Hearts Party, which will benefit the Out Center and their efforts to support LGBTQ youth in the area. The event will feature dancing, drinks, and food provided by Froelix, as well as a shine of spotlight on teachers, educators, and administrators around Southwest Michigan. The OutCenter works with more than 25 schools in the area and has connected with more than 11,000 kids through its programs and outreach efforts. The event will take place on May 6th, and tickets are available now for $100. You can find out more at OutCenter.org. WSJM News Now continues with your Bloomberg report. WSJM News Now continues, brought to you by Imperial Furniture and Dowazak, where furniture shopping is fun. President Biden is set to deliver his second State of the Union address tonight in the House chamber. ABC's Karen Travers has a preview of the president's message.
0: A phrase that Americans can expect to hear several times tonight from President Biden will be, finish the job. A White House official says in his State of the Union address, he'll talk about what he'll say is historic progress over the past two years and his agenda for the future, focusing on three key reasons he ran for office, rebuilding the backbone of the country, uniting Americans, and restoring the soul of the nation. With Republicans now controlling the House, the president will call for bipartisan cooperation to build on the work his administration has done so far and keep up economic growth. Karen Travers, ABC News, Washington.
1: President Biden is ready to offer a reassuring assessment of the nation's condition rather than roll out flashy policy proposals as he delivers the second State of the Union address. He'll also be trying tonight to overcome pessimism in the country and concerns about his own leadership. His speech before a politically divided Congress comes as the nation struggles with economic uncertainty, a wearying war in Ukraine, and growing tensions with China. It's Biden's first speech to Congress since Republicans took control of the House in the midterm elections. An ABC News Washington Post poll found 4 in 10 Americans say they're worse off financially since Biden took office two years ago. ABC political director Rick Klein says Biden will likely use tonight as a platform to try to convince them otherwise.
0: Well, I mean, we heard the White House yesterday trying to spin it and say, well, that maybe that means six in ten Americans feel otherwise. But actually, most of them feel like at best it's about the same, uh, only that scant 16 percent say it's getting better. That's the basic metric that any politician is uh, working under. Or is my life getting better or not? And yes, the president can say he inherited the major challenges of, uh, of COVID uh, and obviously the economic recovery that 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 was compounded by the inflationary pressures that we felt. People just don't feel like things are moving in the right direction for them.
1: We will be airing the State of the Union tonight starting at 8 p.m. on WSJM. The speech begins at 9. Search teams and aid are pouring into Turkey and Syria as rescuers working in freezing temperatures dig through the remains of buildings flattened by a magnitude 7.8 earthquake. The death toll is soared above 7,200 and was expected to rise still more. With the damage spread over a wide area, the massive relief operation often struggled to reach devastated towns, and voices that had been crying out from the rubble fell silent. Monday's quake and a cascade of strong aftershocks caused damage that stretched hundreds of kilometers across southeastern Turkey and neighboring Syria. It toppled thousands of buildings and helped to heap more misery on a region already racked by Syria's 12-year civil war and refugee crisis. Embattled Congressman George Santos is expected to attend tonight's State of the Union address. The New York Republican is inviting a 9-11 first responder to join him as the president. A primetime speech, and his constituents are demanding his resignation. Here's ABC's Justin Finch.
0: Back in the spotlight, Congressman George Santos, after announcing his State of the Union guest, his former New York volunteer firefighter, Michael Weinstock, whom Santos says was a 9-11 first responder now suffering with neuropathy from his time at Ground Zero. Santos' constituents on Capitol Hill calling for his ouster, saying his lies about his past are disqualifying.
1: The person who was chosen by the people who voted for him is not the person he actually is
0: house speaker kevin mccarthy confirming santos is facing a house ethics investigation justin finch abc news washington
1: the navy is carrying out an extensive operation to gather all the pieces of the massive chinese spy balloon a u.s fighter jet shot down off the coast of south carolina on saturday in the newest images released by the navy sailors from explosive Ordnance disposal group two are seen leaning over a rigid hull inflatable boat and pulling in broad pieces of the balloon's white outer fabric. The Navy's also using ships to scan the seafloor for remaining parts of the balloon so U.S. analysts can get a full picture of what kinds of sensors the Chinese were using. Meanwhile, Congress will soon be learning more about the suspected Chinese spy balloon shot down off the coast.
0: ABC News learning the Biden administration is set to hold classified briefings for all House and all Senate members on that Chinese balloon Thursday. That development following word that staffers for the Gang of Eight or congressional members informed on key intelligence matters will be briefed today. Those briefings coming as many Republicans criticize President Biden for what they're calling his slow response to downing that balloon first spotted in late January.
1: Germany, Denmark, and the Netherlands have announced plans to provide Ukraine with at least 100 refurbished Leopard 1 battle tanks. The announcement follows Germany agreeing last month to allow deliveries of the more modern Leopard 2 tanks. It also comes as Kiev anticipates a new Russian offensive around the anniversary of the invasion. However, military analysts express skepticism about the potential effects of such an assault. Meanwhile, Moscow's forces continue to shell Ukrainian towns and cities. Regional authorities reported today shelling in the Northeast caused a fire late Monday at a, at a municipal hospital. Emergency crews evacuated eight civilians but reported no casualties. And last month, Microsoft made a multi billion dollar investment in artificial intelligence firm OpenAI. And today, we get a look at what the tech giant's planning to do with that new technology. More from sees Mike Dabuski.
0: Bing is getting a major revamp. Microsoft now says its search engine will use the same artificial intelligence technology that underpins the advanced chatbot ChatGPT. Traditional search results still appear on the left, but on the right, there's now a place where you can talk to an AI. Microsoft says it can handle requests that normal search engines struggle with, like, will this piece of furniture fit in my car? or create an itinerary for a trip to Mexico. Mike Dubusky, ABC News.
1: WSJM News now continues with your weather forecast.